Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. Guys, what's up? Happy Friday. Welcome into the Grand Lincoln Mac Lane podcast. Partner, I've got to say, is, mm. is your back a little sore? A little bit. Legs tight? I need that JC Theragun. She's been doing all the heavy lifting. I've been a little busy, but KG, it has to have been a fun time. I know you're getting after it. What was just your, your best deal? I mean, you saw all these people. Mark Packer, ACC PM, <laughs> super excited for him, is, is messing with us. But you like you got to speak to a lot of people. you got to see a lot of things. What was your takeaway? Well, I was here amongst the people. Eric McLean was over there doing TV. And I had a little bit of security than job. you did. Yes. Oh, that's true. We had some people walking through, as you will see on the YouTube videos. But it was a really fun ACC kickoff and got to connect with a lot of the players that I think are going to be the big stars this year. I thought Zay Flowers was phenomenal. Isaiah Moore from NC State. KJ Henry, I really think, is poised to have a big year yeah. in the Atlantic. And then today, talking with Tyler Van Dyke, we were just chatting about this. This is a guy who I think from the outside looking in, when you talk to him, you may not think he fits with Miami, but Miami is different. I think you're really feeling a shift with Miami. Mario Cristobal is all business. CVD is all business. And uh, I think the picks in the coast are going to be fascinating yeah. to see who ends up getting picked up. And I want to stay there with Miami for just a second as it gets a little darker in here. Um, <laughs> I thought that it was very interesting to hear Cristobal talk and yeah. to hear him say, we're not doing the turnover chain. No. We're, we're not doing all the music and dancing and all this stuff. We're doing football, yeah. okay? And we're going to hit you right in the mouth. We're going to get you up and say, guess what? We're going to do that again mm-hmm. the rest of the game. And, and I think that's that's what Miami needs. They yes. need that mindset because there were so many – there already are so many distractions in a great city like mm-hmm. that that, man, at the team, we, it has to be an escape, not, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of pushing that narrative. So, really, KG, I thought that was awesome. And as you said, really kind of echoes and, and really replicates who Tyler Van Dyke is. So I think he's going to flourish in this. Um, and then when I look at the Atlantic, man, I don't think there were two more impressive people than Drake Thomas mm. and, and our guy Isaiah Moore. Yes. And you'll hear more from him in just a second. Yeah. But it, it was outstanding to hear the tenacity, the intensity, and it kind of really just forwarded my thinking yeah. of how good they're really going to be. Reinforced it. Those linebackers, Absolutely. those three for NC State are going to be a force to be reckoned right. with. Before we give some picks, we're going to give a little picks here and put those out on Twitter. Who was your favorite player that you interviewed on the set? Oh, that's tough. Um, Who impressed you the most? Impressed me was Isaiah. Okay. I mean, he, that dude could run for president. I mean, he's whenever he's on, yeah, whenever yeah. he's on the, the ballot there, um, I was very impressed with, with Malik Cunningham. Okay. Uh, yeah, me too. I thought that he did an excellent job. Um, really, really enjoy talking with Deslin Alexander mm-hmm. from Pitt, which you'll hear more he from in great. a second here. Um, so really, that, that's my favorite part. Yeah. And if I had to pick a guy, it's Isaiah. Um, but just to, to have them in person sharing with us, and that was the coolest thing, and, and I'm sure you felt the same way, is the trust that we build, the relationship that we build, um, it's really cool. And then a, another guy that... I think impressed a lot of people with how he handled this event, mm-hmm. DJ Uyunglele, yeah. because he did not meet expectation, and he will tell you the first time that he did not meet and live up to expectation. And so when you see that, and you have to come to an event like this, there's a lot of vulnerability. There's a lot of questions that could be asked, 
and he handled it like a champion. He did. I, I was impressed with him as well. I think that mental side is going to be so important for him. Yeah. You saw some more maturity at this event. Speaking of Clemson, speaking of DJ, you were going to post our picks today, That's Friday, right. Football Friday. So let's explain Come on. what we're about to post. I'll start with mine, then Matt can kind of go deep into his too. But <laughs> weirdly, we have the same picks, and I low-key hate it, but Partners. we're doing it what anyway. Do you, what do you do? We're doing it anyway. I'm taking Pitt in the Coastal. Okay. I'm taking Clemson in the Atlantic, and I think Clemson will defeat Pittsburgh in Charlotte. This was very difficult for me. At the beginning of the summer, as you heard on our episodes, I was leaning NC State. I think eventually, as I thought about it more, and the, the big sticking point is that game is in Death Valley. Clemson has lost one game in Death Valley in the last six years. That was a difference maker for me. I'm going with the Tigers. Yeah, and I like that as well. And I think when you look at it, that Clemson defense is, is going to be generational. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot yeah. like Georgia a year ago. It's going to be a lot like Clemson in 2018. And so when you see these guys, when you see the effort, when you see the tenacity on top of all of the talent that is there, Clemson's going to win a lot of games defensively. Yeah. And I think the offense is going to do enough to raise the bar. And whether that's DJ finishing out, I certainly hope so after yeah. talking with him. And the strides, the body looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, but they've got another option if they need it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm with you. I think Clemson wins the Atlantic. And then I, we did an FPI graphic earlier this week yeah. where – Pittsburgh was third on the list. Really? Miami was overwhelmingly high. No respect. North Carolina was above Pittsburgh. I thought there's there's no yeah. shot. Pittsburgh is going to repeat. They are very deep defensively. Yeah. They have every starter back on the offensive line. Three running backs to return. Yep. Two tight ends. Four wide receivers. One's not the Blitnikoff, but they've got the guys. The key is going to be quarterback. I think they have two fine options. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, Clemson. Clemson wins it back in the playoff. We weirdly agree, so we'll see if we're right. But guys, we have nine interviews to get to in this episode. We actually have ten. My producer is telling me we have ten. <laughs> Isn't it nice being live? We have instant correction. Instant we correction. love it. So we're going to start with Tyler Van Dyke from Miami. That's the first interview. You'll hear all ten of them in just a second. Let's get to it. Here with the ACC Rookie of the Year, Tyler Van Dyke. How has your media day been so far? It's been good. It's been good. Uh, first one. Um, excited to be here representing Miami. Mm -hmm. So I know you're from up north, from Connecticut, yeah. and I'm sure you've told this story, but why did you end up at Miami? Why did you want to go to Miami? For me, I think it was the best option uh, to play early and um, really get the opportunity to play, uh, I think, in a national championship. Um, I didn't have those big offers, Georgia, Alabama, like all those SEC schools. I didn't have that, so um, Miami was, was my best option, and uh, I love it there. I love it down there, and I'm excited to still be there. Yeah, for sure. Well, speaking of you know other schools, SEC, et cetera, there's a lot of hype right now around Miami. A lot of that's because of Mario Cristobal. What has it been like? What, what did you think? Let's start here. What did you think when they announced that Mario Cristobal was going to be your head coach? Um... I didn't know what to think because okay. it was a weird situation yeah. how everything was handled. Um, obviously, Coach Diaz recruited me. Um, he's a great guy, great coach, and um, the way everything happened, it was, it was, it was a weird, sticky situation. So, um, but yeah, when he came in, uh, got to sit down with him, um, learned he was a great guy, great coach, and I'm glad he's on our team now. Can't wait to have um, our first season together. Have there been any discussions between you two about what he did with Justin Herbert and, and how maybe that can work with you as well? 
Um, not too much of that. Okay. Uh, he's told me things that Justin Herbert did to, as a leader and stuff that could help me, you know, because um, he, he's been through it with, with Justin Herbert and all that. Um, I got connected with Justin Herbert through Coach Cristobal, too, okay. so it was good to speak to him for a little bit and kind of pick his brain. So. It seems to me that maybe you seem like a little bit of a quieter guy, a little more reserved. Uh -huh. You're all business. I like other yeah. people here, a little flashier. Yeah. You, you're all business. Is that a fair description? And, and how does that uh, translate to your leadership style as a quarterback? That is a fair description. You know, I'm not too much of a flashy guy. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I go to work, and you know, I'm, I'm not about oh, arm sleeve, all that type of stuff. So, um, yeah. Not so you're not too sad to see the turnover chain go? Not Didn't enough. really matter I, to you? For me, it was just, <laughs> like, if we're down by a lot and someone yeah. gets a turnover, it's like, and they put it on, they're like, ah. Oh. It's like, come on, dude, we're down. <laughs> you know, so. What are we doing? Yeah, exactly. I felt like last year, as a, as a viewer, that the NC State game was really a turning point for you. First of all, you said you were confident beforehand, yeah. and then you went out there and backed it up, and then after that game, the, the rest of the year was just incredible. What, what happened before that game, and why do you think that was a turning point? That, I think the turning point, when everything started to click, was the second half of the North Carolina game. Okay. Um, I feel like I really gained a lot of confidence, confidence there. Uh, we scored, I think, almost 30 points in the second half. Uh, almost made a comeback, and I feel like that's why I said all that, what yeah, I said, yeah. you know, because I, I, I was really frustrated because we weren't winning. Sure. And, you know, with all the hard work we put in and all the points we were scoring, I knew that we had the capability to beat anybody, you know what I mean? So I didn't mean to say it like that sure. and try to bash NC State <laughs> on, um, make it bold to, uh, bulletin board material for sure, them. Sure. But um, yeah, I said what I said, so yeah. it's whatever. But um, yeah, it was really the turning point was the North Carolina second half. Yeah, okay. Um, as a quarterback, who did you grow up loving to watch play, and, and who do you emulate your game around? I, I love watching Donovan McNabb. Mm. Uh, I was a big Eagles fan growing up, so I'd always wear his jersey, uh, watch him play every Sunday, um, go to some games in person, which is pretty cool. So. Um, I'm also from New England, so Tom Brady yeah. also. Uh, all my friends are Patriots fans, and I absolutely hated the Patriots. <laughs> I like Tom Brady, though. Okay. But, um, yeah, Tom Brady has really tried to model my game after. Um, so, yeah. So, I want to ask you about NIL for a second here. And I have a little picture. I brought this off of social media. You got a nice... Hold that for me. You got a nice ride there, TBD, down in Miami. Yeah. What has it been like in terms of NIL opportunities in Miami? It's been good. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of NIL opportunities down there. Yeah. Uh, I filmed a commercial yesterday. Wow. Um, obviously, I got this car. It's not bad. You know, a couple other things I, I'm doing. Um, but that's all secondary. Uh, it's all about the team and winning hard work. Um, and then all this will come. So um, you got to put that to the side for now as the season starts getting closer. All right, last one. A successful season for Miami will be blank. A successful season for Miami is if we win the Coastal and win the ACC. Right. I think that would be a big step right there for us. So. You heard it here. Thank you, Tyler. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. We're here with KJ Henry, fifth-year senior uh, defensive end for so Clemson. Old. Do you feel old, man? I, Five man, years. Man, I feel old. Um, <laughs> I love it, though. I love where I'm at. Uh, I love that I came back for my fifth year. But not even that I feel old, just kids coming in, 18. Like, I mean, you guys were in middle school when I first got here. That, <laughs> that's what makes me feel old. Like, it's been fun. 
So why did you come back? What was the reasoning there? Yeah, uh, I, first off, the, the group. Um, I, I was excited about the group that we had returning. Um, I, I didn't think it'd be worth coming back unless I knew we could make something shake. And you know, going through off season, um, seeing how these guys work, holding each other accountable, uh, I, I was right about that. You know, it's been awesome to see how these guys are working. Um, and then I just, just for myself, um, felt like I had a great run at the end of the season last year. Um, and, you know, ready to prove that, you know, that wasn't a fluke. Just keep it going. Um, so, we offered some great opportunities for myself and the team this year. And uh, I think we're ready to show that. Okay, you mentioned that. You were big in the South Carolina game. Maybe your best game of the year at Cheez-A Bowl, which is a great way to end. What changed for you? Was it a mindset? Was it just things came together? How would you explain it? I'm not, yeah, I don't think anything changed. I, I really just think it was that simple. Things came together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, right place, right time. I was, you know, placing the right opportunities. Um, you know, my number was called. You know, I was able to make the plays when they needed to be made. Um, and, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, the good and the bad of having so many defensive, great defensive linemen yeah. that we have is, you know, just guys are placing different situations to make plays. Um, and, you know, that's kind of the good problem we have now. So kind of getting, you know, putting my footprint in, you know, towards the end of the season, uh, I, I definitely made it known to the coaches that I was also one of those guys. And so that was exciting to hear from them. Um, so now going into the next season, we know we got a group of guys who can, who can all make plays and be successful. Okay, that group. What do you think when you hear perhaps greatest D-line in Clemson history, one of the greatest perhaps in the ACC, you could go further and further, how good can this D-line be? We can be as good as we want to be. Uh, you sound like coach. <laughs> yeah. That is something that Davos Sweeney would say. I, I mean, I've been around him so long, it's bad. <laughs> uh, but that, that's, that's the truth. I mean, you know, that's all opinionated at the end of the day. But I know from what we believe and, you know, what we've shown um, in this past, you know, year, <laughs> what we showed in this past offseason, um, we can we can definitely be one of the best. Um, we have the talent, we have the potential, um, but as we know, that's that's all that is, is just, you know, talking potential. So we definitely got to go show it, but we got all the right pieces, no doubt about it. What are your personal goals for this season, KJ? Yeah, going into this season, I just want to continue to leave my mark. You know, like I said, ended the last season, you know, off to a hot, or ending with a hot start, and I want to pick up where I left off. Um, you know, I want to lead this team back to the top. And, uh, you know, just show that, you know, I'm an NFL-ready guy. And um, so I think that's all going to come together game by game. Um, you know, what that looks like stat-wise, number-wise, I think that's going to, you know, show as well. Um, but that's really just what I want to do is help lead this team, number one, and then number two, just become the consistent player that I know I am. All right, this interview's been a little too buttoned up. Okay. okay we need to have some fun here. Here we go. I was at the ladies' clinic, which yep. for the people who might not know, that's Davos Sweeney's um, Breast Cancer Awareness yep. Fundraiser, and it's only women there. Oh, KJ, women. yeah, which was which was a, um, <laughs> it was a time. So KJ was the host of Family Feud. Where does your big personality come? Have you always loved being around people and just being in the spotlight? I definitely have. Um, you know, it's been a good time. Uh, just came, really came from my mom. Uh, she's, she has a big personality as well, but I think as a young kid, she just always put me in front of people um, mm -hmm. just to help me with my public speaking and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, it kind of just became a thing where, you know, I had no choice but to just kind of love it. Uh, and it, I, I appreciate her for it. So now when I'm in those settings, you know, it's all about energy. I just love making people happy, making people smile. That makes me smile selfishly. So uh, just being in those, you know, those moments, you know, they're fun. They're yeah. fun for me. I think we're similar in that yeah, regard, too. For sure. Okay, let's finish off three rapid-fire questions here. Wow. I'm asking everybody this. I'm trying to get my list ready for more TV shows that I need. What are you watching right now? What's your favorite TV show right now? Ooh, I am watching The Flash. 
uh, on, on Netflix. I'm all about the superheroes and whatnot. And okay. That's an eight-series episode that I'm just knocking out right now. I got a lot of time, you know, so okay. I'm just going through that. That's what, I, that's what I'm watching right now. All right, I like it. What are you listening to? Ah, uh, listening. I'm waiting to listen to that new Beyonce that's coming out yes. in about nine, eight days. That's my <laughs> baby. I love her. Um, that's what I'm waiting to listen to. But I really listen to everything, to be honest with you. My teammates know that. Rap, hip hop, rock, country—it don't matter. I listen to it all. Who's your go-to country artist? Luke Combs. Oh, Luke Combs, he's the best. I love uh, Luke. I new album? You've been uh, listening oh, to the new been, album? I've been bumping it. Mm-hmm. I've been bumping it. I love it. Uh, if I didn't have to, if I didn't have to get home, you know, to end the summer, I'd definitely be at this concert. I Heck love yeah. it. It's awesome. Okay, same. All right, you got to give me an answer. You can't just say the first uh, game. Give okay. me the game can't you are most looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward, you know, to our robbery, uh, South Carolina. Okay. It's going to be a good time, you know, having a, you know, ending my career in the Valley. I'm uh, just excited to, you know, to show out in front of the fans. It's going to, that's always a great game. Uh, we, we haven't been home with them, you know, for a long time. So I'm really looking forward to that one. I think most Clemson fans are as yeah. well. Thanks, KJ. Awesome. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, here with Zay Flowers, wide receiver for Boston College. Zay, I want to start with one of the big stories of the offseason where you were approached by some other schools, other schools trying to talk to you. We talked to Jeff Halfley recently, and he just appreciated how open you were with him about that. So don't, you know, name names, but kind of tell us about what happened there and why you chose to stay at BC. I mean, a couple of schools got in contact with, like, close people close to me. And coach, since Coach Halfley came in, they wanted, he believed in me, and put everything into me, he built the offense, he gave me a lot of like a leverage, like yeah. leeway. And he just showed me like, like support that I didn't have like my freshman year and before. So and I love Boston College. The, the education was right for me. I wanted my degree from Boston College and my dad agreed. So we felt that it was like the perfect, perfect place for us. And with the degree I feel like I'll get everything that I need out of it. 600, like whatever they offer me, I'll get it right back with that degree. Yeah, no doubt. What do you think needs to be done in terms of regulations to combat some of this stuff? Because um, it's, it's going to be hard for smaller schools to compete with yeah, bigger schools exactly. now. So I just feel like like kind of going out to kids, like just slow it down a little bit, just help smaller schools out mm-hmm. to get players that, like Jackson State, like yeah. schools like that. like. If Alabama, like somebody can offer more money, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that kid gonna take it because that's what they after. Mm-hmm. That's what the dream is, is to go chase it. So I feel like helping small schools out would be would help college football way more. Well NIA. said. Let's put you in charge, man. Come I on think now. I need to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you bring up the BC degree, um, and you bring up your father. Why, why is education so important to you? Uh, I'd be the first one in my family to get my degree, wow. and I feel like that'll make my dad happy because. Since it's 14 of us, wow. and I'll, I'm the fourth youngest, and I'll be one, the first one to get it. And I, I just want to see him proud. And my mom passed away, and I feel like that that will make it like more of a great story for him yeah. and for me. No doubt. What did you learn growing up in such a big family? Competition. Yeah. Everything in competition. Food, competition, <laughs> sleeping in the bed was a competition. So no matter what you did, it was all competition. But at the same time, they taught you how to. Like, fan for yourself and mm-hmm. always, you know, just be, you just you, just be you and yeah. have fun with whatever you're doing. Your quarterback's getting some hype, as are you, yeah. uh, this tandem for BC. And Pat Garwo, can't forget yeah. running back. What is your relationship like with Phil? Uh, my relationship with Phil, we got a great relationship on and off the field. We hang out, we 
I got these little RC cars that we both drive together. Like, okay. Go like 60 miles per hour. So <laughs> he loved just seeing it like rip through the field. So like we just hang out. We just like to have fun. And on the field, we just try to build our connection to a level where it's like these two guys are going to do something great. And I feel like that that's what it's going to be this year. Mm -hmm. We all know that the next level is going to be a thing for you after Boston College. If you were giving a scouting report on yourself, how would you describe your game? Um, I feel like nobody can do what I do. Um, down the field, intermediate routes, short routes. I mean, just put the ball in my hands and I'll make something happen. Okay, you bring that up because we had your coach on recently. That'll come out in a couple weeks on our podcast. He said, one of my main goals this year with the offense is to get Zay Flowers the football. I don't care how we do it. Little wildcat, uh, put you in the slot, little screen passes, whatever. How has that manifested in spring ball? And, and what do you expect? Like, how often oh, do you expect to get that thing? To, I don't know. However many times I get it, I'm going to just make the best of the opportunity. And it just made me more excited to play football, just getting the ball in my hands because I know what I can do with it. I just have to get the ball. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like I'm ready to go. I'm ready give to me play. the ball. Yeah, just give me the ball. I love it. Okay, let's finish up rapid three here. Just three fun questions. Yep. A little off the field. What are you watching right now? What's your go-to TV show? Um, I'm, I've been watching. I rewatch Game of Thrones. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh, what are you listening to right now? Um, I'm listening to it right now, Lil Baby and Kodak. Okay. Kodak Black. Someone else said Kodak. Yeah. I, I was I was telling our producer, I'm like, I don't know any of these things people are saying. I have to be better. I'm working on it. Okay, last one. You got to give me an answer. You can't just say the first game. Which game on your schedule are you looking forward to the most? Clemson. Easy. No doubt. Why? No. I played them in Death Valley three times. Now they finally come to Boston College. Ah. And I just like playing them. It's a great game. It's a fun game. And Florida State, because I'm from Florida, too. Right. And they had a chance to recruit me, but they didn't. So I, I love show that. why they should have recruited me. Boom. Tell them, Zay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Have a nice day. Let's do it here with Virginia yep. Tech linebacker Dax Hollyfield. And we were just talking about the tie. Yes, ma'am. So I thought this was some fancy Virginia Tech yeah. tie, and you told me the story behind this. Got it a belt this morning. This morning. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I love nice it. It's a nice tie. Yeah. A little bit of money, but, you know, it's definitely worth it. I think had so. To, had to come out and show and impress everybody with the mm -hmm. nice tan suit and a good, good tie to match, you know. So. You're ready to go. Yes, ma'am. So I read your brother plays for Virginia Tech now, correct? Yes, ma'am. And your dad played at Wake. Yep. So did you grow up around the ACC? Who did you grow up rooting for? I grew up rooting for Wake Forest. Okay. Uh, actually, I grew up rooting for Western Carolina, too. Okay. My grandfather played at Western Carolina back in the 60s, and both my uncles actually played at App State. Nice. Uh, so we, we come from a football family. Yeah. So uh, mainly Wake Forest and Western Carolina okay. growing up. So was there ever a doubt that you were going to play football in college? Uh, there were, yeah, it was, I, was, I was pretty much destined okay. <laughs> to always be a college football player. So. so why Virginia Tech in your recruiting process? Um, I wanted to play relatively close to home. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted my family to come to watch me play every week. So it's three hours away from where, I'm, where I live, uh, where I'm from. And also Bud Foster, he mm. recruited me. It was a big, really big factor in my decision. Just wanted to play for a great coach like him and play great defense. Mm -hmm. uh, and I got to do that for two years, and it was great to learn a lot from him. And you bring up defense. Now yep. your head coach is a defensive guy yes. in Brent Pry, And yes. we had him on the podcast recently. He was gushing about you. I feel like you guys are kind of, there's a football vibe between you two, defensive him, focus. Yeah, he, me and him are very similar. When it comes to that, even when it comes down to like how he dresses, I, I like his style a lot. And I'll compliment him on what he's wearing. He's like, dude, I wear the same thing you're wearing a lot of times. <laughs> also, he has great taste in music. Uh, he likes Allman Brothers a lot. Love Allman Brothers. Okay. Uh, 
big on that. But also he he comes from Bud too. He played he coached for Bud, GA for yeah. Bud back in the the nineties, and so there's definitely tendencies that you can tell he got from Bud mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Which he's a very similar guy, very good people person, treats you the people the right way, and just a great guy to talk to. So. All right, speaking of Virginia Tech, we got to talk about Lane Stadium. That yeah. video will still pop up on Twitter, the UNC game. Yeah. And every time I have to stop, I have to turn on the volume, no, I have watch to watch it. It, it yeah. was epic. What was it like to play in that environment? I mean, it's it's like it is every week. Like, it's just a normal for me now, okay. honestly. Like, it's it's so – I'm so blessed to actually have a – honestly, that's one of the reasons I came as mm. well. So, it's – it's really cool to play in front of a, a fan base that has that much passion mm-hmm. week in, week out. And it's, I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Pretty, they love the Hokies. Yep. There's no doubt. Year one of Brent Pry. I know yep. you are a vet, though. This is not year one for you. What would be a successful season for the Hokies in your mind? I want to compete for AC Championship. I really want, I want, to, I want, to, I want to have a, a top defense in the country. I really want to do that. And I want to win 10 games this year and compete. And that's really I really want to send this 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 uh, regime and this program headed in the right direction, finishing out my career here. That's my goal. All right, we're gonna have a little fun here. A little yes. rapid fire. Yeah. You mentioned the Almond Brothers. We'll get there. Right now, what are you watching? What are you binging on Netflix? Ooh. What's your TV show? I like Mad Men a lot. Stop. Mad Men's a great show. That is my favorite television show of yeah. all time. Really? Dax, I love it. I knew we had a vibe no here. Doubt. Okay, I love Mad Men. Yep. Uh, what are you listening to? Oh. I'm a big Grateful Dead guy. I like Grateful Dead a lot. Okay. Uh, them, I like Tyler Childers. Listen to him a lot. Uh, honestly, Luke Combs had a really good album. Yeah. Out, like North Carolina Boy. The one just He's, released. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Really good. It's top notch. Um, it's one of the best that I've heard in the last couple of years. So great summer album. Just been chilling on the lake, just mm-hmm. listening to him, and that's that's honestly my perfect perfect day. Just sitting on the lake listening to Luke Combs. We're the same. Yes, ma'am. Madman, Luke Combs. KJ Henry also said Luke Combs. So he's, oh, really? it's been a popular yes, one sir. here. Okay, which game? You got to give me a game. Which game are you looking forward to the most this season? Oh, man, it's going to be a tough one. Honestly, I'm going to say it. Like, West Virginia Thursday night is going to be it. crazy. All my friends are going to – they've already told me, yeah, we're going to make that one. So, I think that's probably going to be my favorite one. We're definitely going to get the dub, though. We got we to gotta get that dub. I appreciate and, the honesty because yes, some ma'am. people would say game one or whatever. Yeah. West Virginia. It's going to be a fun time. All right, last thing. We're going to have a little fun here. I found this on your social media. Yes. You inspired me to create this game called Explain the Post because I'm so intrigued by this photo. I want to show it to the camera first so we can get a good look. Dax, I need an explanation. We've well, got you, we've got a snake, yep. we've got a Christmas tree, a Corona sweater, and a happy Hanukkah. Please, just, just take know. it away. I was, that was back a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> I used to have a snake. I had, to, I had to give it away. It was just too much work. She got too big. And so got, I had to get rid of her. Uh, and then the Coronas, Corona Extra, I love a good Mexican beer. Sure. It's a great beer. Uh, I found it at TJ Maxx. And, you know, I'm all about celebrating all, everybody, you know. I love, I love Hanukkah. Like, it's, it's a great time. It's, it's, a, it's a holiday season. Uh-huh. Why not ce- celebrate everybody else, you know? So you was, explained that it. Was, Makes that was perfect my point, sense now. You know? Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you, Dax. Thank we appreciate you. it. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Here with all ACC pit linebacker, Servassier Dennis. It is a pleasure to have you join us. And for our YouTube viewers, I mean, the fit. Can you just kind of walk us through this? Uh, yes. This is a, a, a custom thing of fit from Joseph Orlando. Ooh. It's nice. It's a little area in Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, yeah. They walk. They 
tailored it for me, walked yeah. me through it. They gave me a little ideas, and this is what I chose. I like the blue pants, Thank the you. linen pants. Thank that's you. a great I look. I love it too. That's the that's the that's the additional look. Yeah. So I saw on your Instagram and other places, and I'm curious about being in a big market at a college institution in Pitt. And what's that done for you with NIL? Do you feel like it's been easier than someone who's in a college town? Uh, yeah. Pitt, Pitt has definitely has you know some local local businesses that you know want to help. Mm -hmm. They want to reach out to players like us and. And do everything they can, and it also helps us build our brand. Our brand. Nice. Okay, so let's talk about this pit defense because I think there are three defenses we're all really looking forward to this year in the ACC: Clemson, mm -hmm. NC State, Pitt. In no particular order, what can we expect from this defense? You guys return a lot of guys. Uh, you can expect that aggressive style defense, mm -hmm. um, and you know, just guys getting after the quarterback. That's what we do. That's what we're here for, and that's how we have our fun. Just get after the quarterback. Yeah, and that's uh, your favorite part of playing football? Oh, get definitely. the quarterback on the ground? Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> that's the no doubt about it. Okay, Eric McLean just walked by. He's busy on TV for all of our, he's normally with us, as you can see. <laughs> um, but he brought up the shovel pass, pick six. That is a very weird sentence. Like, that doesn't normally happen. Right. Do you feel like that's been one of the defining moments of your career so far against Clemson? Definitely. That, it's one, against a great team, and two, a great play. So that's definitely been a like big part of my career and a big play too. It was. It was massive. What is the mindset coming into this with your teammates here as well as the defending ACC champions? How does it feel? It feels great. Um, and you know, everyone wants to chase a title. Now we're just trying to chase number two. Mm, I like that. Pat Narduzzi, defensive guy. I just talked to Dax Holifield and Brent Price, a defensive guy. Mm -hmm. There's got, and especially at the linebacking position, when your head coach is a defensive guy, it, do you feel like you can have more of that relationship, that bond with your head? Definitely. Uh, we meet often. We talk a lot, and you know, we just bounce ideas off of each other. So having a defensive coach is, is is a good idea. How would you explain Coach Narduzzi? I I love talking with him. <laughs> he says what is on his mind. Oh, He's not going to hold back. Yes. What do you like the most about the Narduzzi? Just that. He, he, will, he will say exactly what's on his mind. He's going to let you know how he feels. And he's also going to add a little, like, a little joke to it as well. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what I love about him the most. You're from Syracuse, mm -hmm. New York. So when y'all play Syracuse, I mean, how big is that game for you? Uh, it's like any other game. Okay. I, I treat every game the same. All right. So, yeah, it's Syracuse, even though, you know, I would have loved to play there and uh -huh. I'm from there. It's okay. They didn't recruit you? Uh, no. Well, they did, but it was for quarterback, not linebacker. And you played quarterback in high school. I was reading that on your bio. How does that help you as a linebacker? It helps me a lot. You know, I know what teams want to do and how they, you know, manipulate certain positions. So when, when I see that against, you know, run against us, I know what's going on and I know how to defend it. All right, let's have some fun. We're going to do three rapid-fire questions let's here. Let's do it. A little off the field. Okay. What is your favorite TV show? What are you watching right Friends. now? Friends. Well, right now, my... Right now, I'm watching Ozark, but my favorite okay. is Friends. I love Friends. Do you have a favorite episode? Mm, favorite episode. Yes, my favorite episode okay. is when we discover, well, everyone knows they're on a, they're on a break, okay? They're, they're on, on a, a break. <laughs> yes. Everyone knows they're on a break, but when, when uh, Rachel discovers. When it all comes together yeah, yeah. and everyone's <laughs> figuring out what's happening. Definitely. Okay, I like it. A Friends man, I like it. What are you listening to right now? Right now, I'm listening to Brett Fires Wasting It. Who said that? Jordan McFadden from Clemson. Yes. He said that exact same thing yes, yesterday. That's, that's right. an amazing album. And after we finished, I had to ask him if Britt Fias was a man or a woman. But that's fine. We're going to move <laughs> on. Which game are you looking forward to the most this the season? The most? Definitely the first game. Can't Big say rivalry. the first game. I can't say the first game? Even though it is West Virginia. So that can I need, count. I need an ACC game? Yeah. You mean ACC game. Who do we play first ACC game? 
Georgia Tech. I love playing Georgia All Tech. Right. And they get to come to Akershire Stadium. <laughs> oh, there you go. I like so, that pub yeah, there. I like that pub. Definitely the uh, first ACC game. All right, Servase, one more thing. Mm -hmm. I have something special that I'm going to show you here. I've been doing a little stalking, <laughs> a little Instagram stalking of some of the ACC players. Okay. And I would like you to explain this. I'm going to show the camera first. Mm -hmm. This is Servasier's uh, style <laughs> inspiration. You can see he's got the spectacles. Hold those for me and explain the post. Do, do you model yourself after Dr. Doolittle? Okay, you see the caption? It says, I should have been a doctor. It's nothing that I do little. Wow. So Dr. Doolittle, you know what I mean? Eh? And eh? I can see the resemblance. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Exactly alike. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Thank you, so, Sebastian. Yeah. We appreciate you. it. Here with Isaiah Moore, linebacker at NC State. Isaiah, I want to start with this because we know you got injured last year. What has your offseason been like? And I have to imagine that hunger is just on a different level to get back on the field. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a crazy ride. Um, it's been definitely has, has ups and downs, but I, I feel great now. Um, I'm definitely itching to get back on the field. It's been, it's been a long time since I've been able to hit, hit somebody, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm itching for it for sure. Okay, and you're going to be a 60-year guy. Did you ever think when you first got to NC State that you'd be playing college football for six years? I didn't. You know, every high school player's dream is to be three and out. And I've, du I've doubled that now, <laughs> you know? But uh, I'm taking every advantage of it. I've gotten two, two degrees since I've been at NC State. Um, so I'm definitely blessed to be in the position. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. Tell me more about your fellow linebackers. With Thomas and Wilson, these guys, you make up one of the best linebacking cores, I think, in the country. What is your bond like with those two? Oh, those are my brothers. Uh, we all share the same goals. We all share the same aspirations, and we push each other each and each and every day. Um, even when I got hurt, there was no love lost. They were like, "Hey, man, we, we need you back. We need to get you back." So they pushed me every day through rehab, and I pushed them every day, you know, through their workouts. And mm -hmm. that's how, how, how we go. We, we have a relentless love for each other, and we're gonna go out there and play with each other each and every day. Speaking of pushing each other, you also have to go against Devin Leary in practice all the time. And I love the Heisman campaign already getting rolling. Do you feel like Devin Leary gets enough credit out there nationally? Um, I don't know. You know, I, I think I think it's, you know, it's up, up there with us to decide. You know how how good he is, but I, we we know how good he is in our in our football facility, and we have the utmost faith in Devin and the utmost confidence in him, and we're gonna push him each and every day. And he knows that. What would, in your opinion, as a six-year guy who's been in this program forever, what would a successful 2022 look like for NC State? Uh, the goal is always the ACC championship. Uh, we, we haven't been able to accomplish that here at NC State in a, in a very long time, and now we have expectations around us that we ne we've never had before. Um, so the ultimate, um, I guess, topping on the cake would be to win the ACC. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's the goal and the hope for a lot of Pac fans out there. Sure. When you play in Carter-Finley, I mean, even I was at the Clemson game last year just there to watch, to yeah. see, and it was wild, yeah. it was loud, it was hot. Um, what is Carter Finley like in general? Oh man, it's electric. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Our fans are some of the most loyal fans in, in the nation. They're, they're going to be with us no matter what. No matter what our record is, no matter what the score is, they're, they're packing the stands and we love them for it. All right, I want to ask you about conference realignment because this is something, even though your players and you're focused on the game, you see it. Like, we all see what's going on. What are your thoughts on, on like, what was your reaction when you saw USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten of all places? Uh, it, was, it was interesting, you know, yeah. two, two West Coast teams coming, um, you know, across the country. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really know, you know, what the reason was or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I know with all of it going on, I think we have a bigger um, responsibility on uh, this senior class to put NC State mm. on a national level to be, you know, attractive to, you know, whatever is to come in the future. Um, so I guess 
going into the season, we're of course folks that win the ACC, but we're also folks that are putting NC State in a place where it, it can be nationally. Yeah, well said. Okay, we're going to finish up with a rapid fire. All three right. fun questions. Let's do it. I used to hoop. I shoot threes. We're going to do three <laughs> questions. All right. What are you watching right now? What's your favorite TV show right now? Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually re-watching The 100 on, on Netflix. What um, is The 100? The 100 is like a futuristic type show, I guess, oh. where like the Earth has been like atom bombed and, they, and they're, oh, they're up in space and they send people <laughs> down to see if it's sustainable. Um, so I'm going to watch okay. that right now. Sci-fi guy a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. I, I kind of dip, dip and dive a little okay. bit. I'm kind of a sci-fi wave this summer, though. Okay, cool. All right, what are you listening to right now? Um, a Chris Brown um, album. Yeah, he, he was just in Raleigh uh, last last weekend. I went to the concert. Did you go um, and saw him? Yeah, I went and saw him. So, yeah, I'm, I'm bumping that right now. Yeah, he can sing. There's no yeah. doubt. All right, last one. You've got to give me an answer because I think some players are going to say all of them are the first game or whatever. Okay. Which game are you looking forward to the most this year on your schedule? Oh, man. Um, you know, we, we have had a chance to play down in Dev Valley uh, since, since 2018. Um, so it, it's going to be fun to go back down there. Good answer. I like that. I think everyone's looking forward to that game. <laughs> Isaiah Moore, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Here with Michael Jones, linebacker for the Syracuse Orange, and he's got first team All ACC. Can you? Can we show the camera? Oh uh, yeah, you Let's can. See. You can. <laughs> he's got first team All ACC right here in his suit, which is absolutely fire. So, I mean, you are coming off a big year. How has the off season been? And. How have um, spring preparations been going? Uh, spring preparation has been going good. The offseason has been probably one of the best offseasons I had. We came back after losing probably like four or five games within that last minute of the yeah. fourth quarter. So we focus on a lot of the small things, a lot of the small details that we feel like mattered. And I feel like the captains, we did a good job at teaching it to the young guys coming in and teaching it to like the, the guys in between the upperclassmen and lowerclassmen. And I feel like everybody's on the same page finally on the same page and we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna have a good season. When we, we had Dino Babers on our podcast and that's gonna come out actually next week and I believe he was telling us he did captains differently where he had the players choose captains. So what was yeah. that process like? Uh, so since I've been here uh, like he said we, we wouldn't do captains until like the fourth game of the season mm -hmm. and this year he did it uh, at the end of spring kind of yeah. like at the end of spring middle of spring ball and he chose two captains so far and it was it was, it was different because it, yeah. it, it holds you to, at least me, I was blessed to get chosen by uh, my teammates. It holds me to a standard where I have to not only be a captain during the season, but it starts in the off season. I feel like that's important because you have to be as good as a captain off the field as you are on the field. Yeah, for sure. Syracuse runs a 3-3-5. We know this. I mean, the back eight is the strength of that defense. All eight are back. That is unreal. What has that been like in the spring, the continuity back there? Uh, it's, it's amazing because we build a bond with these guys, with each other since 2020. And it's like, we came in young. We all, I came in uh, playing the 55 as a sophomore, and I was one of the oldest on the defense. Not, not talking about our, like, our super senior or D lineman yeah. from the year before. But just with the back end, like, it's a, it's a lot of things we've seen in this league already, so it's not too much you can get us on, and we know that. So our connection, our signal calling, just, just the whole vibe of the defense is nice. We know the linebacker in many ways is the quarterback in the defense, at least one of the linebackers. And in a 3-3-5, I feel like being a linebacker in that system would be even more fun because you can do more. What do you like about playing in a 3-3-5? It is so fun, honestly, so fun. Uh, one of the things like like saying you can do more with our defense, we we count on guys making plays. We have guys who plan who are gonna make plays. So even if you if you don't go to your specific gap, you can believe that someone else is gonna make the play right behind you. And then 
yeah, just just the ability to freestyle a little bit. And if you see something, our coach, Coach White, he's an amazing coach. If you see something, he won't be mad if you go get it. Yeah. As long as you're going full speed, 100% effort, and he knew you know what you were doing, it's going to be all right. You alluded to this earlier, but five and seven last year, so close to a bowl game. Has that been the calling card, the rallying cry, heading into the fall? Yes, yes. Uh, since my freshman year, my freshman year, we actually went five and seven also. So since I've been here, I've not been to a bowl game. No one has been to a bowl yeah. game yet. So just knowing that we're that close, we had so many games that were so close, it's a, it's a chip on our shoulder. It's something we feel like we not even feel like we know we can get. And it's all about just putting it together now, going out there and winning those games one by one. You seem like a little more of a reserved guy, not as reserved as your buddy Sean Tucker, who, you know, he doesn't really like to talk. But uh, Daniel Babers is so out there. I mean, I, I love chatting with him. He's hilarious. He's got such a big personality. How do you and Dino vibe? Oh, it's good vibes. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you know you can talk to me. I'm pretty outgoing, too. Okay. And he has all the jokes. Oh, he, and I'm, I'm here for all the jokes. He really just gives me such dad vibes all the time. Like dad jokes galore? Grandpa. 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 Oh my. <laughs> not even a dad, a grandpa. Grandpa, yeah. Wow, we're is, going there. Only, only reason I say grandpa, not because he looks old, he looks great, <laughs> but he has a bunch of old school stories. He's like, have you ever watched this? And we like, nah, no. we don't know what you're talking about. But, and he always tells the jokes. That's hilarious. Okay, we're going to finish with rapid fire. Three questions here. First one, very important. What are you watching right now? What's your favorite TV show right now? What am I watching right now? Mm, what am I watching? I just finished watching Stranger Things. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. I have not watched Stranger Things. I'm the only one in the world. Mm. You'd recommend it, though? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, it's worth it. Mm. What are you listening to right now? What am I listening to? Mm, Kodak Black. Okay. I am listening to Kodak Black. I've, I've heard of him. Mm -hmm. Seems nice. like he's, he's a, a, nice he's a, his a new up-and-coming guy. Okay, cool. All right, last one. You can't say first game. You got to give me a game. Mm -hmm. Which game are you looking forward to the most this season? The second game. The second game? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm not sure who we play, but I know <laughs> for a fact the second game, the improvement from the game one to game two I like is the that. biggest. That's a good coach answer right there. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Here with North Carolina running back British Brooks. I heard your coach talking about you in the press conference today and had heard some of your comments as well. And you started as a walk-on at North Carolina. Tell us more about your journey to get to where you are now. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, you know, just being, you know, in that role of a walk-on, you know. You, you, you know that you're not going to get as many reps or as many chances, you know, as a scholarship guy. So with every rep and the chance you get, you got to take advantage of it. Yeah. And you did, became special teams captain and, and really a big role on special teams. I know you're going to have a bigger role this year mm -hmm. at running back, but tell me what you love about special teams. Special teams is really, you know, a jack of all trades. You, you really gain confidence from special teams because, mm -hmm. you know, you have to block, you got to tackle on special teams and, you know, it can help, help on offense. Yeah. I'm sorry if you've been asked this today, but I have to know, what was the inspiration behind British, behind your name? Um, actually, you're the first person to ask me. Oh, uh, hey, all right, here we go. I keep forgetting to ask my, grand, my grandma about it, because she, <laughs> she's the one who named me. Okay. Um, but all my uncles and aunts, you know, we got Paris, we got Princeton, oh, London, cool. we got Egypt, so it's kind of like a family, little family right. thing. All right, I like that, I like that. So when you came to UNC, Mac Brown was not there yet, and then coaching staff changed, and then you were starting to be coached by Mac Brown. What did you know about Mac Brown when he was hired? I knew nothing about nothing. him. I don't I don't think I knew Mac Brown. Like I didn't really? I didn't know he was in a movie. I didn't know <laughs> I did like I knew nothing about Mac Brown. So like the first day when I seen him, they told like they told us all his like, you know, accolades and everything. Yeah. 
but that was like the first real day that wow. like, I knew about Matt Brown. What does he like to play for? You'll do anything for him because he'll do anything for you. So it's just like, you know, you got to give what you've been given. And that man, like, he really cares about you. You can, you can tell, you can see it. Like, he's, he's literally on your team. And he does have a pretty good shoe game. Now, my question is, does he even know what he's wearing or does someone just say, Mac, here's what you're wearing today. Does he have any idea? I think he has no idea. I mean, <laughs> no, no clue. he might, he might, but if, I, I feel like somebody, you know, just puts a, a shoe on his desk every day just, to, just for him to put on. I agree. That is my theory mm -hmm. as well. So at the running back position, we know Sam Howell, he's off to the NFL and he ran the ball a lot last year. You've got two young guys, Chriswell and Drake May. Tell me what we can expect from both of them. What are the, the good aspects of both of their games? They're both dynamic. You know, they both learn from Sam. They both learn from Longo. They know the same things that Sam knew. Uh, Sam has taught them well. Sam has taught them everything he knows, and I don't expect nothing less from either one of them. Okay. What has been different in practice with Gene Chiza coming in? Have you seen some differences in the defense? I know you go against them all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot, actually. Uh, not to tell you that defense is intense. Okay. Intense, and they're going to run to the ball. No cutback lanes are going to be open, so you, got, you really got to stay disciplined. And you know, just hit the gap where it is, and, and just trust it because that that front seven is outrageous. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you make of what your coach was saying earlier? How last year you guys were criminally overrated, and now this year he wants you to be underrated. What do you buy into that at all? I do, uh, in a sort, because we were overrated, okay. and we did we did go into the season with a big head, and we got humbled really fast, and so. It was a setback that we needed, and us coming in underrated because we lost, you know, Todd Chandler, Sam Howe, and a, and a couple other guys, you know, it's just the mentality that we need to be an underdog to come in the season and really, you know, stuff our game up. We, and your coach was talking about this too, the whole realignment. I've been asking some of the players, because I'm just curious what mm -hmm. you guys think. I know you're focused on football, but you see what's going down on Twitter. Mm -hmm. What do you make of all the, the realignment that's been going um, on? I haven't really been like focused on it because, okay. not just because it's football, but because it won't affect me personally, because sure, sure. I'll be gone, so. Um, Would you like to see North Carolina, as an alum, once you're done, stay in the ACC? Um, I guess I, I would want to, I could see us staying in the okay. ACC, but I would want more competition. Be open to be more competition. Okay. But All we right. could stay in the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could sure. stay in our conference, but we could branch out a lot more. Okay. So. You think the UNC brand is strong enough? That's mm -hmm. kind of what I'm hearing. All right. Interesting. Okay, let's finish with three fun questions, kind of off the mm -hmm. field. What are you watching right now? What's your favorite TV show? SpongeBob, 100%. SpongeBob. 100%. Just always watching SpongeBob. Always. That's amazing. Always. What are you listening to? Mm, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Okay. Like on a play ride back, I might listen to some some Drake, some part next door. So. Okay, all right, I like that. And which game you can't say the first one because I know everyone's looking forward to actually playing. Mm -hmm. But which game are you looking forward to the most this season? Mm. App. App. At app. App. At app. That's a game where you're thinking we're not losing this game. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for that one. All right, I'm looking forward to it as well. Thank you for joining us. Bruce. Thank you for having me. All right, we're here with star pit defensive lineman Deslin Alexander. Deslin, you're here, you're looking, uh, this is a classic fit. I really like it. Explain how this came about. Thank you. I got it from Men's Warehouse and I was going, okay. you know, I had to show off for pit in blue and then the white and then the tie. Yeah. Just trying to find a tie that went out with both of it, or both of the, um, the colors of pit and, you know, I thought this tie was pretty cool, so. Perfect. Got it. Well done. You look like you're all business. And I was looking this up, Deslin. Mm -hmm. 
You are 24 years old. I am. Okay, so you are the old head, for lack of a better term. I really am. The what old is head. it like to be uh, the grandfather on this pit team? You got 18 year olds on this team. What is that like? It's great, man. Like, I just the opportunity to be able to pass down my knowledge to the younger guys and things I've been through. So, I really take that role as to be able to mentor the young guys and, and, and to show them the way that, you know, has led me to success. Yeah. And speaking of younger guys, I mean, some of that, you actually have a lot of vets on that D line, mm -hmm. but this D line, when we talk about defenses in this league, Pitt, Clemson, NC State, those are the three we're looking at. And I think the D lines, Pitt and Clemson, two of the best in the country. What can we expect from the D line this year at Pitt? You can expect pure domination. We got some guys in our D line is just, you know, really great guys. Guys who work extremely hard, make a lot of plays. So we're definitely going to dominate this year. Okay. What did you say? Complete domination. Is yes, that what you complete said? domination. I love it. All right. What is the vibe being here with that pit on your lapel as the defending ACC champions? Uh, it's great. You know came here last year just to be able to come here now you know it just shows that the ACC is such a great league it has a bunch of different teams upcoming and making a lot of plays it's not just Clemson you know mm. people used to think about the ACC they just used to think Clemson but Pitt out here making a lot of noise and we'll continue to make a lot of noise for the years coming I like that I like the way you put that because I think in some ways you're right mm -hmm. um, and whether it was Clemson Florida State it was a lot of talk about the Atlantic what do you hear? I know this is the last year of divisions. When you hear that coastal chaos and we never know what to expect from the coastal, do you take a little offense to that? Because you're thinking, look, Pitt, we just won the league from the coastal and that rarely happens. Yeah, I mean, not really because, you know, people are going to talk no matter what. But I think Pitt, you know, is always going to make great plays and, and, and do a lot of great things uh, as a university. And there's a lot of great teams in the coastal and also in the Atlantic. So I'm excited to see when the when the division comes together mm -hmm. in the top two, but that's that's gonna be a little weird, but yeah. I'm excited for what comes up. Okay, speaking of the future of college football, we're getting rid of divisions in the ACC. All of this craziness that's gone down with USC and UCLA, Texas and Oklahoma, what do you think when you see all this movement in college football? I think it's just changed, you know, things are gonna change, things are never gonna stay the same. And my coach always says, always sucks. So if everything stayed the same, yeah. would we enjoy college football for what it is today? So I'm excited for the change and what the, college football has coming in the future. Wise words. You can't just stay in can't one can't stay spot. the same. If you stay in the same, you're getting worse. I like that. All right. Okay, let's talk a little NIL because mm -hmm. I've seen on your social media and other guys, we just had Servassier on, and you're in a big market in mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, one of the bigger markets in the ACC. How has that helped you with NIL? It's, it's been great. Uh, see, me, I'm taking a different uh, approach to it. I've used my platform to be able, so I've created Fifth Down for Haiti, mm -hmm. and I've used my platform to be able to uh, ask for some donations for kids, to raise some money for kids in Haiti. So we're planning on raising 50000 and I was born in Haiti, so wow. it's something that was actually really dear to me. So raise money for food, tuition, and uh, basic life necessities uh, for the kids in Haiti. That's incredible. What's the name of the organization? Fifth here? Down for Haiti. Fifth Down for Haiti. You can All check right. it out on my Instagram, okay. links in the bio. Uh, if anybody wants to donate. We'll put it in the bio of this episode as well. That's awesome. Thank definitely. you so much. All right, let's finish with three fun questions here right. off the field. Okay. What are you watching right now? What TV show are you watching? Hmm. TV show. I don't really watch TV shows. No TV? No you just TV watch film? Show. Yes. Film All and film. play a game. I play the game again. Yeah. I play Madden and gotcha. 2K. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I like it. We're not watching TV. We're watching mm -hmm. film. What are you listening to? Okay. So I listen to a lot of Lil Baby, yep. Drake, and Raw Wave. I love Drake. Mm -hmm. All right. Last one. Mm -hmm. You can say the first game because it's West Virginia, I get that, but which game were you looking forward to the most? First game. West Virginia. Yes. How much do you hate West Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> West Virginia is definitely not my favorite. <laughs>
All right, you heard it here. We can't wait for that one either. Thank yeah, you, Desmond. Thank we you so much. It. I appreciate you. We're here with Jordan McFadden from Clemson, offensive tackle. Thank you for joining us, Jordan. This is your first trip to ACC kickoff. How's it been so far? Yeah, no, I'm super excited to be here. Honored to, you know, uh, be able to be here for Clemson. You know, just super excited for today. Let's dive into the team. Let's dive into the O-line. New coach, Thomas yeah. Austin. How has that been? No, nah, he's great. Um, you know, being a guy who's, play, who's played in the NFL, he knows what it takes. He knows uh, he's been where I want to be. Um, he has tons of knowledge. Um, he brings the energy every day, so mm -hmm. I'm super excited for the season. You know, it's been fun so far, so I'm really excited. Good. And then what about new offensive coordinator, Brandon Street? I mean, has anything been specifically different in the spring than it was with Tony Elliott? I mean, things have been a little bit different. Um, but Coach Reader's been here for a while. Everybody's right. super used to him, um, and he's done a great job. You know, Coach Reader, you know, he's a loving guy, great guy. Um, so he'll, he'll be really fun to play for. We know this O-line, some young pieces. You're kind of that cornerstone of this O-line. So give us some names, some younger guys that you feel like have had some good springs. Yeah, I, I'll shout out the two freshmen who uh, just got here uh, during the spring. Um, Blake Miller, Colin Sadler, um, both of those guys are big, nasty. I think they'll be able to play this season as well. Um, and definitely just like, you know, guys like Walker Parks, Will Putnam, mm -hmm. those guys, Marcus Tay, those guys have got another year under their belt. They're progressing as well. So I'm super excited for what we have in the room. What are your personal goals this year? Yeah, I mean, definitely want to be one of the best linemen in the nation. Um, but, you know, more of a team guy. You know, I, I want to win it all. Yeah. You know, I want to be the best that we can be, be the best unit that we can be. Um, ultimately, you know, my, my number one goal right now is just to win the AC championship. So Start there and start then there, see keep, what happens. Keep building, yep. People forget you were a freshman on the national title team. So you know what it's like. There yeah. are very few guys left, you and KJ and a handful of others, right. been there, experienced that. Are you able to pass that down to some of the younger guys and say, look, this is what it takes? Yeah, I definitely think we got a veteran team, a lot of guys who have been there know what it takes. Um, so I think what I've been trying to do this, this offseason, just kind of pass down the knowledge that, I, that I've been giving from the older guys to the younger guys. Um, so, you know, just trying to take the young guys under my wing, show them the ropes, show them what it takes, and, you know, tell them, you know, things don't get handed to us. Yeah. You know, we got to show up every day and put the work in. Mm -hmm. What do you make of all this realignment nonsense? You see it. You're on Twitter. You right. see what's going down. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I know um, everybody's talking about it, and I don't really care. You know, I, I just I enjoy playing football no matter where it is, you know, so um, you never know what what the future holds. Um, but at the end of the day, you still got to play football, and that's, that's the biggest concern. You know who's on the schedule this exactly. year. That's all that matters. Right, exactly. Uh, what about some talk? Maybe some people are picking NC State to win the league. I don't know, Pittsburgh, whatever. What do y'all make of that? Yeah, I mean, I think our resume speaks for itself in its past. <laughs> you know, won multiple AC championships. Um, but, you know, those championships don't don't count for this year. So, you know, we got to go earn it every day, whether it's practice, whether it's a game, you know, and I'm super excited to compete with the guys on my team in my room. Um, so I think it'll be a lot of fun. All right, we're going to finish off three rapid-fire questions. Okay, these are kind of fun, off the field. What are you watching right now? What's your favorite TV show? Uh, it's a, it's a, net, a show on Netflix called The Upshaws. The Upshaws? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm literally taking a note of my new shows now. What is The Upshaws about? Uh, it's kind of, it's a real, like, funny show. Mike Epps is kind of like okay. the, the star guy of the show, um, but it's kind of like about, he has like a family, you know, and it's just hilarious. He's, he's so funny. All right. Good to know. I'll mark that one down. What are you listening to right now? Uh, I'm a big, Brent Fayez just came out with the album, R&B album, so I'm a big fan of Brent Fayez, so I've been trying to okay. really listen and tone it, tune into that album a lot. I'm going to pretend I know who that is. <laughs> and finally, you got to give me an answer, okay? You can't just say the first game or whatever. Which game are you looking forward to the most this season? Uh, 
Definitely Notre Dame. Like that'll be that'll be a fun atmosphere. Um, but NC State as well. I'm, I'm super excited for that game. I like that smile up for that one. <laughs> I gotta say, I think Jordan has better bun game than me, so we'll just leave it at that. Thanks, Jordan. Absolutely. Man, KG, I can't thank you enough. Held it down over here. Beautiful setup. That's right. Absolutely killing it, guys. Uh, awesome to see Media Day. Awesome to be here, have a presence in person. But we've got some really fun things ahead of us. We are going to three episodes a week this coming Monday. Cannot wait. We are talking to each and every coach in the ACC. You can't find that anywhere you look. We have great conversations with them Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll be talking to those coaches, and it all starts with Georgia Tech. It does. Can't That's wait. Right. Next week we're getting going. We'll have all those going on through August up until week zero when we have games. Before we get out of here, I have to thank our amazing producer, Richmond Weaver. The GOAT. Who is the MVP, did such great work this week. And our social media czar, I'm going to call him that. The czar. Uh, Brett Jemis, who is here as well. We love our team, Mac. We got a good one. That's right. That's it. Another great episode of Gramlick and Mac Lane. Guys, go over to YouTube. Go over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our channel, like our channel, give us a little feedback. It's always fun to hear from you guys. But until next time, we'll see y'all.